following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Thursdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by Tom Rosenbach and his team at Bean Carter. They're one of America's top accounting and business firms. They're based in West Michigan, but service the entire state and coast to coast. You can find out more at BeanCarter.com. They can help your business now. That's BeanCarter.com. Thursdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are presented by Bean Carter. We are back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Best in the business. We call him Mr. Smooth. Behind the scenes. Talking Michigan. Hosting Michigan State on Saturday night, 730 at the Big House on ABC. Wolverines are up to a 23 and a half point favorite on the DraftKings Sportsbook app Big Board. We have our Bud Light huge question of the day. Who do you like on Saturday night and what's your final score? You can answer that question at 1-866-838-4843. That's 1-866-838-HUGE. At HUGE Show on Twitter, The HUGE Show on Facebook, and also opt in on the HUGE text chain. Text the word HUGE to 21,000. We'll get a Spartan perspective on the matchup with the Wolverines Saturday night. From East Lansing, Graham Couch, opinion maker for the Lansing State Journal, co-host Couch in the Room podcast. In just a few minutes, he'll grace us with his presence. Johnny Borton, senior insider and columnist for the Wolverine.com from Ann Arbor. Can the Spartans shock the world? Jim Brandstatter, the former voice of Michigan, Tim Twentyman, and Lomas Brown on the Lions and Dolphins later. Let's go talk about Michigan State. 23.5 point underdog on the DraftKings Sportsbook app, Big Board. Graham Couch from the Lansing State Journal joins us. That spread's going the other way. Is this a good bunker game for Mel Tucker and the Spartans? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't feel it. You know, I mean, sometimes you, you can tell, like, I, Michigan obviously has a better team. And it's just that my sense is that's a really dialed-in group. And um, unless Michigan State can hold up defensively at the line of scrimmage, really, and hold up on both sides, I, I think it's going to be a long afternoon. And, and, you know, we don't know that for sure because they, they did have some injuries for a while and some guys came back and they looked better against Wisconsin. So maybe things there will be a little bit better than they seem. But it's... Um, and I've been wrong on this rivalry before, so I'll say that. And take it for what it's worth, I picked Michigan to win this game seven straight years, and Michigan State won four, though, so what do I know? But um, it just doesn't feel like a game that's going to wind up being competitive in the second half. If you're writing that Sunday column late Saturday night, what would have to happen for Michigan State? Not just luck or fumbles or you know the muff punt. We, we've seen it all in this rivalry. What do they have in terms of talent? and play calling and execution that they could utilize Saturday night, maximize it, and pull the upset. Yeah, so obviously they're going to need some things to go right, and you bring up you know turnovers and all that jazz. And, and I, I do think, though, also they're, they're going to need, like where they have a potential matchup advantage pretty much weekly in the Big Ten, if they can, you know, is a healthy Jaden Reed, which he appears to be now, and their, their, their weapons on the outside and at tight end, 
And so if, if they're able to be adequately protect Peyton Thorne and, and sort of force balance, not so much in terms of number of rushing yards, but number of runs, and give themselves a chance to utilize those guys, you know, they've, they've got a chance to, uh, you know, to, to put together a couple drives and big plays and, 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 and score some points. The question is, like, you know, best-case scenario, what is the points that Michigan's going to score? And, and, you know, what maybe low to mid-30s if, if things go perfectly for MSU. And so the question is, can Michigan State get to that level offensively? Because you think as well as things went against Wisconsin last week or two weeks ago, you know, it, it still was a, uh, you know, the, two of those touchdowns came in overtime. They were at 21 points at the end of regulation. So I, I just don't know if they have enough juice uh, to, to keep pace. I think it's going to take some some sort of defensive score or, 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 you know, and they need something to go well early. They had a little more swagger to them defensively uh, a couple weeks ago. Xavier Henderson makes an enormous difference just because of his pre-snap reads and I think having uh, Jacob Slade at the middle of the defensive line, there's a trickle down from that that's incredibly helpful for those guys. Um, so, it, it, you know, there are reasons to think that they'll be better off than they were if, would be if they played this four weeks ago, and I think it would have been a disaster. But um, it's also, you know, if they – and really it comes down a lot to can they somehow measure up on the line of scrimmage defensively and force J.J. McCarthy to beat them? Because he hasn't proven he can do that yet. He hasn't had to. Uh, hasn't been, uh, you know, as precise as maybe Michigan would love him to be. I just don't know if Michigan State this year has the guys to force Michigan into that game. I think it's up to Thorne or Reed, or maybe a combo there, where if they both have a monster game, that is the only chance outside of Michigan beating themselves for MSU to post a W. What, and I think for Reed, you mentioned him, like he's a great player. And a great college player, I think he'll be a pro. But these are the sort of games where you go from great player at Michigan State to legend at Michigan State. And, you know, if you look at a guy like Plaxico Burress, for example, all those years ago, great player at Michigan State, he kind of became a legend in Spartan lore with the 10 catches for 255 yards in 1999 against Michigan. And people still remember that stat line. That was a day that, that changes how people think of him. And, and Reed, um, you know, we saw last week, looked like a star again. I mean, he had that swagger to him. You're talking about a guy who had nine catches, 117 yards, threw for a touchdown, caught the game-winning touchdown, and returned a punt for a touchdown that was, was called back. So, But you saw that sort of um, swagger to him. You saw that sort of air about him. And that that's a guy they're lucky to have healthy again, and it was something I underestimated, just how much him not being 100% hurt them. Um and I don't think it's enough, but ultimately to pull an upset, one thing you need, other than things going right, is you need guys who are problem matchups, no matter who you're playing. And Reed is one of the, f- the few guys who has a chance to be that. His name is Graham Couch, Couch in the Room podcast co-host, opinion maker, Lansing State Journal. Also follow him on Twitter. If I have to spell Couch for you, there's no need to follow him. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Graham. I know you're busy. Appreciate the time. No, I appreciate having me. Take care, Bill. All right, Graham Couch. We'll have him back on Monday and look back at Michigan State, Michigan Saturday at the Big House. Remember, I'm having my huge watch party with our flagship station, 96-1, The Game. I'll be with Mike Brand Sr. at the Brands in Cascade, just east of GR. All Brands locations 
We'll have food and drink specials, including eight boneless wings and fries for ten ninety nine during the game, and beer specials at all brands across Michigan. For the one close to you to watch Michigan, Michigan State Saturday night, go to brands.com. And I know Johnny Brand has a redesigned location on Leonard right off of 131. Check that out. Or Johnny Brands in Granville, Brands in Caledonia, Brands in Bay City. For our listeners on 100.9 FM, the Brands in Holland off of US 31 and James. Good stuff. You can watch the Michigan-Michigan State game Saturday night, Lions and the Dolphins Sunday at 1 on all the TVs and all the brands, Steakhouse and Grills. Let's go talk to Lomas Brown, one of the greatest Lions of all time, also part of the Lions radio network. And Lomas, man, I'm, I'm having a tough time trying to figure out how I was watching a one-and-one team leading by double digits in the second half against now Five and one Minnesota, and they're now the worst team in the NFL, at least in draft order status. Uh, I, I just, I, I've never seen. I've seen a lot with the Lions, Lomas. I've never seen a free fall like this in season, and we're not even halfway home yet. Yeah, yeah, it's kind of discouraging to be honest with you, Hughes. That the way the season is turning out so far, and it's just. You know, just the things that have been happening. You know, things like the defense being historically bad when they were. Um, and now it seems like the defense is starting to play, you know, a lot better. But now you got you got the offense struggling um, and putting the defense in terrible positions, um, you know, not to have success. And I think that's been the biggest thing for me is actually – how our over the last couple of weeks, how our offense has really hurt our defense, and you know the defense needed as much help as they can get, and instead of getting help, they're getting the opposite of that. So that's been surprising, especially since we thought the strength of this team was going to be on the offensive side of the ball, um, especially with our offensive line and our running game. And, you know, things hadn't really turned out that way. So I'm, I'm like you, Huge. I'm having a hard time. Um, I even gave Coach Campbell a hug after the game, uh, you know, on Sunday, man, because, you know, the feelings that I have for him. But I just – it's just hard. It's just hard going through it as a, a active player. And believe me, it's hard watching it and going through it as a former player, too. If you had to step back for a moment, Lomas, and objectively – just say this is why they have collapsed. Uh, what would be that checklist in order at one, two, and three? Well, I mean, the number one thing would be, especially, you know, at the quarterback position. We all know that's the most important position. And, you know, you, you can lead in, in different ways, huge. I mean, you know, you don't have to go out there and throw for 400 yards and three touchdowns every game. You know, there's other ways of leading, you know, with your body language. I think that's a big thing with the quarterback. And, you know, over the last couple of weeks with Jared, I mean, for his body language, you could he looks defeated. And when you're on the field and you see your leader, you know, body language like that, of course, what's his, what is going to do is going to uh, spread throughout your team. So I just think Jared says all the right things, but again, I think your body language 
you know, it says a lot of things, too. And then, you know, the other thing is just some of the decisions that we've made, you know, be it on the coaching side of the ball with, you know, going forward at certain times when maybe you don't need to go forward, um, you know, with some of the play calling, too. You know, you can't excuse Ben Johnson for some of the things, you know, on some of those fourth downs. You know, I didn't have a problem with some of those fourth down calls. I think more of my problems were with the the fourth down plays that they use. Um, So, you know, some of that falls on the coaches. And getting these guys ready to play, that has to fall on the coaches. And Dan knows that. Dan and that coaching staff, those guys have been between those lines. So they know that. So, you know, hopefully, man, I thought things would look a little better or a lot better after the open week. So hopefully they can keep grinding away and get things back on track. But right now they're just not looking good. What has improved is the defense from that Seattle game. They they didn't look bad. Uh, at New England uh, in they that first half, uh, really in early third quarter, uh, they played well enough to uh, give the Lions a chance to stay in the game and uh, win it. But the lack of adjustments and what I'm seeing, Lomas, yeah. and you, you, you've played football at the highest level, you know, Florida, NFL, high school, uh, coaching, especially in the National Football League, they know what you're doing. They adjust, uh, and, and the good ones find a way to get through it. Not every time, but most of the time. I, I'm seeing this staff getting out coached in games. I really am. Yeah, yeah. And, and you're right about the adjustments. What's alarming to me, too, huge, is like you said, when we come out of halftime, it, it just had these last two weeks. My goodness, man, we, we've come out flat. You know, we haven't come out and it doesn't seem like we made a lot of adjustments. And that's puzzling to me, especially with you, like you say, when we come out of halftime and, you know, you don't make the necessary adjustments or the necessary things that you have to do. It, it, I'm, I'm with you, my, my friend. It's puzzling to me what goes on at halftime where we can't come out and make some of the adjustments that we need to make the stay in ball games or the the win ball games. And the other thing is just just us finishing. I mean, you know, just finishing. You know, you start the game a certain way and you want to be able to finish that game a certain way. And, again, we're just not finishing games. Whether we have the league or we don't have the league, right now we're not finishing games either. So it's a couple of things that are alarming me too. Uh, that's going on. They're correctable things. Those are things that can get corrected. They just have to start getting corrected. Man, that game uh, for Dan Campbell and his staff against the Dolphins on Sunday, back at home after you dropped the egg against Seattle, you blew the Minnesota game, you didn't show up offensively against New England, and again, you don't show up offensively at Dallas. Uh, NFL stands for not for long, and it's not about the nice guys or guys you know or like, and you've had buddies get cut or shown the door, and you know it's a tough business. Uh, But Dan Campbell and his staff have to find a way to have this team prepared and deliver four quarters of football and win that game on Sunday. Yeah, but I'm going to say something that might get me in trouble, but I'm going to say it anyway. But I'm telling you, huge. The forts got the they 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 take some of this fault too now. 
they have the they got the fall on the sword this year too. And the reason why I say that is you let the Matt Patricia Von Quinn regime get rid of all your talent. Even though we knew those guys were on shaky ground, you still let them do things like, you know, get rid of Darren Slay and Andre uh, did. Uh. You know, you, yeah, and then you let them do things, you know, just I, I just I didn't understand it huge. I mean, those guys were almost like the walking dead, but yet still you made them do things or you let them, you allowed them to do things that have set this team back years. I mean, years. Then you go. Then they go out. Think about it. They go out. They get rid of Slay. Then you turn around and you draft Jeff Okuda, who's having a great year this year. I'm not going to even lie. But at that time, we didn't really need a Jeff Okuda. We had a shutdown corner in Darius Slay. We had safeties in Quandre Diggs, and you can even go back to Glover Quinn. So now you're just recycling. And then you have to turn around and you have to pick a corner, hit the third pick in the draft because you let your shutdown corner go. Now, nah. so that's why I say some of this has to fall on the fours, uh, Sheila, and it has to fall on them. So to me, I think Dan Campbell and the staff are safe. I don't care what the record ends up this year. I just don't see – them making a move by releasing or cutting or firing any of those guys. I think the forwards have to fall on the sword for this year. Next year is a different situation. This year, they got to fall on the sword for what's going on and what's happening with this team. Well said, and I, I do agree with you. I'm not calling for Dan Campbell uh, to be fired, but if this season ends up 1-16, and 16, how in the heck does Dan Campbell or anybody connected to this team, including the Ford family, sell hope to the fan base during the offseason? Well, uh, again, huge. Look at our fan base. Look at our fan base. They don't have to sell hope to our fan base. we got one of the best, I'll say the best fan base in the NFL, these people come out, our fans come out, they came out for the 16 season. They packed the, the, the dome. They packed it every Sunday. They, and we had an incompetent guy, Matt, Matt, Matt Miller, leading us. Everybody knew that he was incompetent and doing his job, but yet still, the fans showed up. They know that. I mean, you know, the organization know that we got the best fans, and these people are going to come. They're going to support the Lions through thick and thin. I don't care if they win one game, no games. They're going to support them, and they know that. They know that, huge and stuff. So, again, to me, the Fords fall on the sword this year. They have to because of things that were allowed to happen when Matt Patricia and Bob Quinn were here. Well said, Lomas. I appreciate the honesty uh, being a part of the Lions Radio Network. I don't think we'll get in trouble. I think it's an honest statement. I, I, I just would love to be a fly on the wall and try and figure out how you can watch the film of the first half against Washington, who just beat the Packers this past weekend. Uh, one of the best halves of football outside of finishing, maybe a couple of those drives in the end zone that I've seen collectively from the Lions, offensively and defensively and special teams. And then uh, you come back and you give away the Minnesota game where you led by double digits in the second half. 
and then you put up 45 and you lose to Seattle, who has shown they're a pretty good team. Yeah. Uh, I'll be honest, they're offensive weapons. You can see what an offense around you, including Kenneth Walker out of Michigan State, who's emerging as one of the best backs in the league, and then you, you, you don't show up. with You play with no emotion against New England. You play with no passion or emotion after a bye week against Dallas. And I think that's, you know, you talk about those loyal Lions fans. They will not tolerate teams quitting or not showing up in Detroit. Absolutely. You are not. That's the one thing you, you can't do. As a player, that's the one thing, like you said, is unforgivable. It's for a player or, or you know, a player or a staff to give up. You're right. That's the absolute bottom worst that can happen. And I haven't seen that. You know, I don't, I, now, again, huge. Look at some of the injuries that we've had. And I know it's hard when you got different guys going in. You can't develop chemistry. You got guys really don't – you can't play some of the, the plays that you want to call. You can't do that. Some of the defenses or the schemes you may want to run, you can't do that because you might have a rookie a second-year guy, an inexperienced guy back there that can't handle that. I understand they have been hamstrung a little bit by that because we have had some injuries that I don't think we really counted on having coming into the season. But I haven't seen those guys give up. I know, again, what I think the Lions should do and the coaching staff should do is to go back and shorten all the playbooks Go back and shorten the offensive playbook, the defensive playbook, put in things that we're very good at running. It may not be a lot of things, but it's got to be some things that we're really good at running. Shorten down the game plans and run what you run good over and over and over again. Make the offense, I'm sorry, make the defense try to stop your offense. And make your 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 defense more effective against some of the offenses that we have to play. That's the only thing I could think you could do. Uh, do you know, right now you can't do anything drastically. I don't think you want to do anything drastically because that shows the players that you're panicking. And as a coaching staff, you don't want to show the the players that you're panicking. You want to show them that, hey, we're going to ride this out. We're going to continue to do the things that make us successful, but we're going to stick with it. That's what, to me, has to happen. I think that's the only thing that can happen at this point to try to help salvage uh, this year. Well, my spirited conversation. Thank you so much, my man. Enjoy the Miami game. Maybe I'll see you in Detroit on Sunday. Absolutely, huge. Anytime. All right, Lomas Brown, part of Lions Radio Network, telling it like it is. From St. Joseph to Midland, this show is huge. We might have just come out with our most refreshing Nickelodeon Ultra Organic Seltzer yet. It's called the Essential Collection. It's made with coconut water and real fruit juice. So it's always going to have a real refreshing fruit taste. Can refreshing get any more refreshing? Yep, it can and it just did. Nickelodeon Ultra Organic Seltzer. Made with coconut water and real fruit juice for superior taste. It's only worth it if you enjoy it. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Nickelodeon Ultra Organic Seltzer. IRC Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. 
refuge here for all the Mr. Car Wash locations across Michigan. You're going to want to look into that unlimited monthly pass that I use. Superfly Hayes, my producer, uses it. I can get my SUV washed as often as I like for one low price. You can sign up today. Just go to MrCarWash.com or stop by your local Mr. Car Wash location here in Michigan for the one close to you. And to get that unlimited pass, go to MrCarWash.com. Celebrating Billy Joel, October 28th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. I'm in a New York state. Celebrate Billy Joel, America's Piano Man, 50 Years of Billy Joel, October 28th at DeVos Performance Hall in downtown GR. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Huge here for the Tullymore Golf Resort. Now they're located in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. And before the snow flies, there's still time to get a round of golf in at Tullymore. Go to TullymoreGolf.com, book a tee time, a stay and play package, keep an eye on the weather forecast. They still have great golf remaining this fall before the snow flies. And they have event space and lodging, a wedding, a reception, a business get-together. Even during the winter, you can book an event or a wedding or a reception inside the Tullymore Golf Resort in Canadian Lakes, Michigan, less than an hour north of GR. If you want more info, go to TullymoreGolf.com. That is TullymoreGolf.com. And if you want to get around a golf in before the weather changes and the snow sets in, go to TullymoreGolf.com. Book that tee time at TullymoreGolf.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. We always broadcast from the Auto Value Bumper to Bumper Parts Store Studio. Bud Light, huge question of the day. What's your prediction on Michigan State, Michigan Saturday night at the Big House? You can drop it when 866-838-4843. That's when 866-838-HUGE. Easiest way. Tough for me to take a lot of calls. When our guests are lined up, add Huge Show on Twitter, The Huge Show on Facebook. Our social network interaction is presented by the Denver Nuggets G League team, the Grand Rapids Gold, who now will play their home games at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. They are having a free open practice at Van Andel Arena on Tuesday night. Five until six, a meet and greet. And a workout you can watch. From 5 till 6, 6 until 6.30, two quarters of a scrimmage, and then the meet and greet afterwards, it's all free. So you can meet your 2022-2023 gold roster and coaches for free Tuesday night, 5 p.m. at Van Andel Arena in downtown GR. Let's go talk about Michigan-Michigan State Saturday night. Senior columnist and insider John Borton is standing by from the Wolverine.com. How you doing, JB? Doing great, Bill. Great to be with you. Big week, obviously, for uh, a couple of schools in this state. 
Yeah, uh, and it's for Michigan State. That win would make their season. And on the flip side, Michigan is trying to do one better than a year ago, and they're on pace. They would have to win out, win at Ohio State, win the Big Ten title, and more than likely be the one or the two seed uh, in the college football playoff. I'm amazed, John, at how well the O-line and D-line have played considering what they lost from a year ago. Well, it's amazing, Billy, because you talk about uh, – I'm more surprised about the defensive line. I'll say that. The offensive line, uh, they were working guys behind the scenes, and they had got enough nicked up last year that guys had gotten a chance. But uh, And, you know, you bring in quite a free agent in uh, Olu Oluwatimi, the, uh, the center that they got in from uh, Virginia. But on the defensive line, yeah, you look at uh, you, you look last year and Aiden Hutchinson, David Ajabo, and you're thinking, wow, they they lost a lot, and people were wondering how can they come back up to uh, anywhere near that standard. But I mean, they're coming in waves. They're really developing guys. Uh, Yabioki comes on at the last minute. Uh, another what I call a college free agent signing and. Uh, he has been just everything that you could have asked. But in the meantime, you know, you're seeing guys uh, like Mike Morris come on and Braden McGregor and uh, just you name it. They're coming in waves, and it makes it, I think, even a little tougher on an offense because you don't know exactly who to, uh, to, who to gang up on. And Harbaugh, the comfort level of Harbaugh the last two years, and I think that comes with winning and having your staff, and even the changes he had to go through uh, this offseason. But now you're to the point that you're just reloading, and that's what the big boys have done for the last decade plus in places like Columbus and Tuscaloosa and Clemson, South Carolina, Norman, Oklahoma, uh, Georgia. They just reload, and that's what Michigan has done from last year to this year. There's no question about it. You can see it in Harbaugh, the way he carries himself, the way he's talking, the way he talks about his team. Uh, They've gotten things right in terms of the culture, in terms of how he wants his guys to lead. You thought it was coming after the 2016 season, and then they just kind of slid into this weird little – uh, abyss and part of it was quarterback injuries and uh, scrambling at that position. I think they're better off right now at that spot than they have been in t- uh, Jim Harbaugh's entire time here. And the way they've developed those lines, they are able to dominate uh, on both sides of the ball, really. And it just makes a world of difference. What do you think is Harbaugh's biggest concern that he may not be sharing with the team, but his coaches are all in that meeting room at Schembechler Hall, and he says, guys, this is my number one fear, not fear, but concern in this Michigan State game. What do you think it is? I think it's the fact that he knows what kind of emotion that Michigan State's going to bring to this game, and he knows what kind of fury Michigan State's going to bring to this game. And if you add into that some kind of a big mistake early, you, you put the ball on the turf or you have a tipped pass and it goes the other way and, and Michigan State scores an early touchdown. And at that point, 
you know, you've got a, a, a team that absolutely despises Michigan and has, uh, has really held the upper hand in, in the last few years. And all of a sudden, it's like it can happen on any day. And on this day, it's going to happen in this stadium. And I would say that would be the biggest thing, to be on guard uh, against the situation where Michigan State gets some early confidence, some early momentum, because Michigan has done a great job of scoring on first possession, first possession of the second half. And just being methodical in that way, if that uh, sort of outcome is not reached in this game, then you give, uh, you give the other team hope. I look at the slow starts in Big Ten play. If, if they let Michigan State get out to a 10 nothing lead, something like that, two scores early, uh, I think that would create a little angst. I, I do like the way they've just rebounded in second halves. They just got it together, turned it on. Uh, they did what they needed to, could do what they wanted to. Uh, but the slow starts, uh, and I don't know if that's by design, where Harbaugh is just seeing, hey, if I have to show as little as I have to, I'll get out of here. With a W, oh, halftime, it's a little bit closer than expected. Let's turn up the playbook now, right? Yeah, and then a part of it is uh, almost by design, not not that you're starting slow, but that you are um, maybe not uh, all guns out at first. Uh, Michigan coaches used to call it tenderizing an opponent. You know, they'll they'll have some unsuccessful runs early, but they were they're just establishing the physicality up front and how this is going to go. And then you wear a team down on really on both sides as uh, as the game goes on. You start to get more chunk plays. You get those holes get a little bit bigger for guys like. Uh, uh, Blake Corum and Donovan Edwards, the heat on the opposing quarterback gets a little harder as uh, as you're still coming after him into the third and fourth quarters. And I, I kind of see that as the way this is going to be. I wouldn't be at all surprised if uh, if this is a one or two score game at the half. Not uh, not unlike it was with Penn State. Uh, but I do see see Michigan pulling away in this game as uh, as it goes on. John Borden, senior columnist, insider with the Wolverine.com, joining us on the Meyer Guest Line. Before I let you go, your prediction on what happened Saturday night at the Big House. Um, as I said, I'm looking at a, a situation where certainly the visitors uh, have some life and hope at halftime, but I really think that this is the, the one of the bigger gaps in talent I've seen in these teams in a while. Michigan is in a good position. I think it pulls away in the second half and wins uh, somewhere all along the lines of 38-17. Well done, Johnny. Good to hear your voice again, my friend. Enjoy the game. Great to hear you, Bill. Thanks. Yeah, John Borden joining us from Ann Arbor in the Wolverine.com Tower. You can follow everything leading up to the game, during the game, and after the game in all Michigan sports at the Wolverine.com. That is a big game Saturday night in the big house.
in to the huge text chain. Text HUGE to 21000. Football fans can turn a loss into a win with the king of sportsbooks. Hi, this is Matt Shepard. Just place a single first touchdown score or prop bet on any Monday or Thursday pro football game. If your bet loses, you'll receive up to $25 back in free bets. This offer is available all season long. Wager confidently and take your game to the next level with BetMGM. Just log on to your account or download the BetMGM app and sign up today. Then wager on any player to score the first touchdown in any Monday or Thursday pro football game. And if your bet misses, you'll still get up to $25 back in free bets. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Michigan only. This is a new and existing customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. Excludes Michigan disassociated persons. Have you experienced Grand Rapids lately? The city is vibrant, growing, and offers up so much when it comes to entertainment, including two fantastic concert destinations, Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. Just Google Van Andel Arena and DeVos Performance Hall. You can get a list of the current shows with tickets on sale. Also, DeVos Place is the go-to show and convention destination on the west side of the state. And if you want to experience GR, go to experiencegr.com and plan your getaway to Grand Rapids and West Michigan. And speaking of West Michigan, I do want to salute the West Michigan Sports Commission for their journey on bringing Grand Rapids major sporting events and building a brand that's big not only on the west side of the state, in the state of Michigan, but across America. Imagine this. Winning big at Soaring Eagle. And punting for bucks is your chance to win premium play. $15,000 cash and a 2023 Polaris Ranger. Drawings are every Saturday in October, 7 to 11 p.m. And on October 29th, one winner drives off in a new Polaris Ranger with a $5,000 Cabela's gift card. Only at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Your getaway. Reimagine. Visit SoaringEagleCasino.com for complete rules and details. Van Andel Institute Purple Community is a grassroots fundraising network powered by the dedicated volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve human health now and in the future. When you raise funds through the Van Andel Institute Purple Community, 100% of the proceeds go directly to the Institute's research into diseases like cancer and Parkinson's, as well as VAI science education programs. Learn how you can get involved at purplecommunity.org. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. The Huge Show is back live across Michigan. Superfly Hayes, our executive producer. Bud Light, huge question of the day. Who's your pick and the final score? On Saturday night, Michigan State at Michigan, 7.30 p.m. is a kickoff on ABC. I'll be with Mike Brand Sr. at the Brand Steakhouse and Grilling Cascade, just east of GR. So if you're listening on 96.1 The Game, our flagship station, or if you want to join us if you're traveling through town, the Brands and Cascade, that will be 7.30 of the kick. Food and drink specials during the game at all Brands locations for the one close to you or where you'll be on Saturday night. Go to Brands.com. 
Let's go to Scott in Holland listening on WHTC. You're on the huge show. Scotty, how you doing? Doing good. How are you? Good. What's on your mind? Oh, Saturday night. What's going to happen? Oh, I believe Michigan's going to win the ball game. It just, this rivalry just has like a, almost like a bowl game feel to it, doesn't it, every year? It does, man. And so what's your oh, final man. score? Before I get to the break, what's your final score? I'm saying Michigan 3110. 31-10. All right, thank you, Scotty and Holland, listening on WHTC. You want to join right. in? What, uh, thank you, buddy. one 838 Four eight four three. That's one eight six six eight three eight. Huge Bud Light. Huge question of the day. What's your prediction on the final score in the winner on Saturday night? I do want to thank Fabiano Brothers for serving up Bud Light in Detroit and all across Michigan, along with other great Anheuser Busch distributors. So I was talking with Johnny Bram Senior via text before the show, and I mentioned the food and drink specials during the Michigan Michigan State game Saturday night. At all brands locations, you'll find a brands in Bay City. If you're a listener on 100.9 FM, wiki wiki mix, wiki 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 boom. Something else was still playing at the end. I almost screwed up. That's a first. So you got the brands in Bay City where you can watch Michigan, Michigan State Saturday night. Great job with Sean Stegaheis. And Mike Brand Jr. there. You got the Brands in Caledonia where Liz Stegaheis and Mike Brand Jr. do a great job. The Brands in Holland off of US 31 and James for our listeners on WHTC. If you listen on 96.1 The Game in Grand Rapids, you'll find Johnny Brands in Granville. Johnny Brands on Leonard in downtown GR just off of 131. And you got Mike Brand Sr., with the brands Steakhouse and Grill and Cascade just east of GR, and I'll be there on Saturday night, 7.30. During the game, eight boneless wings, your choice of sauce and fries for $10.99. Plus beer specials happening during the game at all brands, Steakhouse and Grills. If you're having your own watch party at your house or going to someone's place, pick up your favorites from brands on the go. Takeout or delivery. You can get that done by going to Brands.com. That is Brands.com. And I'll see you Saturday night for the Spartans and the Wolverines. 7.30 kick on ABC with Mike Brand Sr. at the Brands in Cascade. Now, if you miss any interview, any hour, any show, our podcasts are free. And we are everywhere. Apple, Google, Spotify, iHeart, Podbean, and more. Just search The Huge Show where you download podcast. Big. Bad. Huge.